Hello, I'm Louisa Chambers and this is a three-minute primer on recent developments in data protection and their implications for outsourcing transactions. So let's start with UK data protection reform. Now you've probably clocked that following Brexit, the UK government is keen to reform its data protection regime. And from some of the rhetoric we've heard, you might think this would be likely to involve some significant upheaval. But based on the draft bill currently before Parliament, we don't think it will require the kind of major exercise that many businesses undertook in the run-up to the introduction of GDPR. Now that's because the bill retains many of the key features of the UK's current GDPR-derived framework. There may be some scope to explore whether you can cut compliance costs in some areas, particularly where you've got an outsourcing where the personal data being processed relates to UK citizens only and never leaves the UK. But if some aspects of your activities need to be EU GDPR compliant, then you'll end up having to educate staff on two sets of rules, which could prove a recipe for confusion. What about overseas transfers? Now, this is a topic that's of key relevance to outsourcing arrangements with a cross-border dimension. The main development to be aware of here is the Data Protection Framework, or DPF, agreed between the EU and the US, which has recently been extended to cover the UK as well, so you may have seen it being referred to as the US-UK data breach. Now, prior to that, the only way of sending personal data to the US lawfully from the UK and from most of Europe was to enter into an agreement with the relevant US business based on so-called standard contractual clauses, or SECs, which need to be accompanied by a transfer risk assessment. So can you throw your SECs in the bin? Well, we'd urge caution before doing that, partly because in practice, many US businesses will not be covered by the DPF, and partly because the DPF could face challenge in the courts as its predecessors have done. But it does at least for the moment provide another option for transfers to the US alongside SECs and also, of course, binding corporate rules. Now, what about artificial intelligence? Now, there's been huge interest in AI. So what are the key issues from a data protection perspective if you're looking at deploying AI as part of an outsourcing? Well, if you're the customer, a key question to ask your supplier is whether they're using AI tools already. And if so, what for? Because until you know that, you can't take any steps to mitigate the risks. So far as data protection is concerned, use of AI may mean that you need to carry out additional impact assessments. If the AI is going to be used in decision-making on individuals, for example, when processing insurance claims or credit applications, you may need to look quite carefully at ways of ensuring you comply with the requirement for fairness so as to minimise the risk of bias and discrimination. Now, in some cases, this might require consideration of other legislation, such as the Goods and Services Provisions of the Equality Act 2010. And don't forget that special rules apply if automated decision-making is involved. Now, there's obviously a lot more to say on all these topics, far more than I can cover in three minutes. So for a more detailed look at these and a range of other issues affecting outsourcing, please see the latest edition of Travis Smith's Outsourcing Spotlight. Now, if you're watching the video version of this primer, just click on the link at the end. Otherwise, go to traversmith.com forward slash outsourcing dash spotlight. Thanks for listening.